We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. I've been over 20 times at this point. When I walked in, I felt like I'm about to get elevated and lifted in the best way. Blows my expectations out of the water. Some of the best customer service I've had in a store. So nice. Amazing vibe. Come down to the travel agency and see for yourself. For use only by adults age 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children and pets. In case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption, contact the National Poison Control Center. Consume responsibly. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Scoop. We are ready for another show. I hope you are excited. We're about to go in. So, But before we get started... Uh, let's go ahead and do it. Get this show started how we normally do it. Squad up. Squad up. Hey. If you made it, you Kobe should know be on 
ready to get into this show tonight. Squad up. I got all my squad in the building tonight, so I'm excited about that. Uh, so let me go ahead and holler at them for a second. Uh, what's going on, Miss Shaquilla Willis? How you doing? Hey, hey, everybody. I am doing wonderful on this fine evening. How y'all? How y'all? Good, good, good. Glad that we got another good Tuesday. So I'm ready to yes. jump into this good conversation where we can get it cracking. So what's going on, uh, Miss Takesha? What's going on with you tonight? Everything is usual, player. Everything. <laughs> I mean, like, everything is going on with me. There's nothing that is not going on. <laughs> okay. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Good to have you here, Cuzzo. What's going on, my man? What's happening, man? Come on, my You loot the van? No, nah, uh, no, I, uh, 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 my throat. I'm trying to play a little game and whatnot, so. Yeah, my throat. I'm trying to play a little game and whatnot, so. This Oklahoma right, weather ain't really trying to play. It has been crazy, it has it not? It just will not get us act together. Well, I don't know if I tell y'all to live there, but anyway, I'm hating. Good job, guys. I'm just hating. <laughs> He's hating wow. on this weather. You can have it most of the days. You heard what he just said. Now it's got us out here all confused and discombobulated. We don't know if we're having winter, spring, summer, half time. Summer. We, we, we don't know. Man. I don't, Takesha, I don't think we feel any type of anyway. We were 70 degrees there. We we, we don't feel bad for you know, at all. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yeah, I heard it was 70 no, degrees today. Yeah, I heard it was 70 degrees. No, yeah, well. Oh, yeah, well, They're talking about us. That's what I said. Those are genuine shorts today at work. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I don't Lord, and that's why your throat ain't right, right there. Right. Y'all, yeah. y'all yeah. act like y'all right. forget what pneumonia weather is. It happens yeah. every year. Every single solitary year, you get pneumonia you know, weather. It comes either in the fall or in the spring, but it comes. You know what I'm saying? Is that one, <laughs> two, three weeks in between the ice coldest weather you've ever felt in your life where the temperature drops and you be like, oh, yeah, I can switch my stuff out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then reality smacks you in the face. It's two below zero, and then the coldest winter ever reminds you right. that it ain't over <laughs> till March 22nd. <laughs> don't be playing yourself. You keep that jacket on. I'd rather be hot and sweating than sick and in the hospital because I thought it was spring. Don't don't it don't come early. And that's why that's why the calendar is the calendar. That's my goofy <laughs> Chicago mentality. I I still walk around with no jacket. You know what I mean? I walk around like it's winter. I mean, not winter time at all. Like I don't know what winter time is. I'm good for having on like a cutoff jacket, t-shirt, stuff like that. I know it's one of the time, but it don't look like it. So here we are. I'm a little He <laughs> 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 said he owns it. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's go ahead and get to the show real quick. Uh, so all right, all right. Working with. 
All right, so this first segment of tonight's show is going to be brought to you all by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. Um, We have something coming up really quickly I want to share before we... Um, Before I get into my stories for the evening, Elegance by Design is getting ready to participate in an event in March. Um, The date, excuse me, it is the uh, She Experience, and we are super excited about this event. Um, It is going to be on March, sorry, I should be being super excited. I should have the information. March March 10th and 11th is a two-day event. I encourage you all to, all of the ladies, to get tickets. Sorry, fellas, this is for us only. Um, It's March 10th and 11th at the Renaissance Waterford, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, And it is going to be a great, great event. I will share the link on our page so that you all can get your tickets. But um, we're also having our She Summit. We have multiple days coming up where you'll get to talk to some of the vendors and hosts of this event. So I want to share that and let you all know that it's coming up and I will be sharing information on that. So thank you for that. Now we're going to get into the tonight's stories. First up, um, I don't know if you all have heard about this or not, but Oklahoma is in the news yet again, specifically Oklahoma State. Um, uh, on Martin Luther King, Oklahoma State was um, Oklahoma State University was in the news for a group of students who were in blackface. Um, I, I don't have the exact details of that, but they were just in the news about a week or so ago regarding um, a group of students being in blackface. So on this week, there was another student at Oklahoma State. Her name um, is, I believe, Candace Burgess. Yes, Candace Burgess posted on Snapchat um, herself in what looks like a mask. Like she's got one of those beauty masks on, but um, she's perpetuating blackface. And it, she says the caption on the Snapchat photo is when he says he only likes black girls. Well, all hell broke loose when this picture circulated the Internet. And she has recently, she then apologized, like, you know, they do, but they're saying that the, that the previous students from Martin Luther King had not, from the Martin Luther King incident, had not apologized. So I definitely have to look into that a little bit further because I just want to understand the why behind that. But she did go online and apologize, saying that she was deeply sorry for those that she has offended. Um, her intentions were not at all to be racist. For anyone who knows her, she is not racist. And she had no idea about the incident with the other two girls in their face masks. She says it's unfortunate timing. Um, and she apologized. She was the head of a business school club, I believe it was, was or an organization there, and she is stepping down from that. She's resigning from her position there. She says she doesn't want the people to think that the Easton Center in Career Service, that's where she worked, that's a business school there at O-State. Um, she says that she doesn't want people to believe that that is what they're about. They have the best of intentions and want to motivate everyone. Um, as far as the, the university is concerned, they are saying that as far as Candace and the students that were involved, in the Martin Luther King incident are concerned, they are preparing educational steps for those students um, as far as their reprimand is concerned. So aside from all of the conversation that we have had surrounding blackface and how disrespectful it is and how we have deep-rooted rationale as to why blackface is so disrespectful, I have seen with, with these stories that have come, come about, I have seen more of us Black people begin to post um, the pose the question, asking, and I just kind of want to play devil's advocate for the sake of conversation here, posting and asking our asking each other, what makes 
this different, blackface in itself, different from when we do things like, when we as black people do things like white chicks, when Dave Chappelle did the the character that he had on his show where he became the white anchorman, I believe it was. Um, that was the most recent meme that I've seen. They're basically asking, um, why are we so up in arms when these types of situations happen as opposed to when our comedians and, and actors do it? Why are we so up in arms about it? Now, I have my own personal view of this. Um, but I want to know what you, I, I just kind of wanted to look mm, at this conversation mm, from a different lens and see what you all thought about that. Mm, Rashad, mm, I hear you back there. What, what you got mm, to say about man. it, honey? Go on and tell well, the people I mean, what you're feeling. You know, I'm going to start with the truth of it. The truth of the matter is, is that it's degrading to us because that's where it started from. It never was a joke to us. And to do it now doesn't make it more joking because everybody's joking with the other one. Uh, the Dave Chappelle stuff, the white chicks and all of that, the reason mm-hmm. that's not racist or degrading to white folks is because, one, they purchase it more than we do. Two, they don't find it as bad as we think they do. And then also the biggest thing in all of this is, is that when we use the word racist, and I've heard this, this, this told 20 different times, that to be racist, you have to have a, a, a status above somebody else, and that's something that black folks as a whole don't have. So we really can't be racist because, like, who is it that we can really look down on? As far as um, as far as the geographics go, pretty much everybody looks down on us. So I mean. I'm not really understanding how we can be the ones that's racist. I mean, I'm willing to be educated on it, but from what I'm understanding is is that the way that those words come together, they deal with, you know, people's status in life, and our status doesn't equate to being able to look down on anybody because that's not the lane and or opportunity that our pigmentation has afforded us ever. So here we are. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. I, I feel you on that. Um, and I, too, have heard, you know, I, I've heard the same rationale as far as what it takes or what classifies a person for being racist. Yeah, and why. I didn't say it right. No, you did. I know, that's what verbatim, I, that's, that's, I know it's a verbatim a, speech. I've heard people say it like 50 times over. <laughs> right. and I, like the one time that I need to know it verbatim, I don't. <laughs> but I know exactly what they're talking about, and it makes good sense. Right? Mm. I mean, as a group, it's not really down in us. It's just, you know, saying that honestly, we don't have enough going on for ourselves as a community to look down on nobody else's community. So how can we personally be racist? And I, when when it was posed to me, I sat there like, you're right. You really can't. All right. Keisha, what you think, honey? Well, now before see, we get off into the racist conversation, because that one can take us take mm, us a minute. It can. Yeah. It's going, it's going <laughs> to hold us in. You know right. what I'm Yeah. And see, and and just okay. So I'm gonna transition real nice and just close the racism part. Racism is defined in the dictionary that we did not write as prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior, period. So when you see us do it for uh, white girls, 
that wasn't based on our race being superior. It was based on our differences. They were acting how they perceive Caucasian women to act. Now, I have a whole problem with that. You're a black man. Why you need to act like a white woman? Now, for the same reason let me, I didn't like guys in Egypt. It's enough for them to do that. It's enough uh, white women who may actually fit that bill for you to do that. I get it. It's comedy. Yeah, no biggie. Don't trip. Now, I have a question I just on even white on white chicks, I I personally have not even watched this movie in 33 years of life. I have not watched this movie, and I, but I have under now weren't they like undercover or trying to? Well, they they weren't even like just deciding. Oh, one day they wanted to be white. Wasn't there some type of backstory right. that they even caused so them it to be in that whole position? Backstory. So, Okay. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't like they just woke up and said, "I want to be Becky." No, they didn't. <laughs> right, right. I want to go. They, um, <laughs> and I always it was thought that, like, why do we use that as the example? That's kind of right. You know that that in itself seemed a little off to me. Okay, thank you for clarifying yeah. that for me. Yeah. yeah. When, so, so for me, when people were like this young lady right here, this is just um, a, a sheer other example of privilege um, mm-hmm. and how it really works. Because you are not aware of your privilege. Um, When you can do something like that, that berates another individual's culture um, and simply act as though uh, there's no responsibility. I am so sorry. I I like black people um, because that's kind of what she (laughs) did. And if you know me, Um, anyone who knows me. If you know me, you know that I'm not racist. (laughs) I'm totally cool. Everything's good. You know, but when he says he likes black girls, this is funny, so I'm going to be black today. No, sweetheart. Um, I think at that moment somebody in in her life that is black, that was supposed to be her friend, should have taken the time to really show her what, History, the history of blackface. Mm-hmm. Because when I was just talking about guys of Egypt, to me, that kind of plays into it for me. Because the history of blackface, you know, this is how you create a, a idea of black people with your own ignorance. You put on the blackface, and you become ignorant. And you create the idea that someone with a black face is ignorant because that is the tool that was used, period. So when you did that, you had to create that persona, you know. And then the next, you know, with, with, it, it's, it's demeaning because you're, you're saying that you couldn't allow me as a black person because that was the first people who were allowed to be in TV, you know, they have to come in continuing that idea of sucking and jiving because that was the way that you have already been portrayed. You see what I'm saying? So that is a undergird to why our entertainment industry is so screwed up for us anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I can take it all the way there. got a few people who are historians who do this all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they will really break it down for you. So I don't care who you are, it's not cool. And I even talk to my Native Americans. Here in Michigan, they were just having um, town hall kind of meetings at the school because some schools became conscious and wanted to remove the Native American um, names. Like, what was it, the chiefs? Uh 
And then they had a few different schools that had like they've been doing a little bit uh, for that here. Illinois yeah, did. Right. So the, well, they've been, you know, renaming these names because you have been basically uh, berating this entire Native American culture by just using their names as your sports teams, and then you make fun of it. Y'all come out in fake Native American garb. You do all of this stuff, but you don't even respect their culture that way. And you've basically made that more of a, uh, um, a sports call and taken away from the tribal significance of these people's culture. You see what I'm saying? So I don't play culture games. Don't play culture games with me. And when you put on blackface, you're playing a culture game. And period, point blank, it is a sign of racism. And the fact that you can sit here in 2017 and say, oh, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. <laughs> and everybody wants to say, oh, it's okay. No, it's not. It's not. It's not okay. It's not okay. I can't put on white face and go outside because I look like a clown, right? And and that's how you look to me. When what do you think about it? And how we when we when we pose that that devil's advocate that alter ego side of that? What do you think about it all? I actually think that I don't know if we could be racist. I think that we can be racist. Um, superiority. Superiority is not just um, from the place of, it's not just, um, I'm trying to figure out how do I want to say this. It's not just something that we're looking at from a, a whole cultural, culturally. So I can say as a black person, I can be racist towards another black person or think that I'm superior to another black person, even though we're the same, um, we're the same race. Um so I, I do think we can't be. Take it a step further. Even if we can't be, let me say this. Even if we can't be racist, I think the issue is that either way it's offensive. And so I think we have to look at it from the standpoint of if we are being offensive versus whether or not we're being racist. We get, It might be the wrong word, but in essence it is still making fun of somebody at, you know, somebody's culture and I think that's where it's a problem. So yeah, I might I might be racist, I might not be racist, I don't know. But I know that it's offensive to tell to make some make fun of somebody, um, make fun of somebody's uh, heritage like that. How do you feel when we um pose those questions the the latter part of my, my question as far as when we play the the white chicks, the Dave Chappelle spoof, are you still are do you kind of agree with the way with you know, what what the others have said as far as it's more from a comedic standpoint, it's not the same. Are, is that kind of how you feel about that? Cause, because it, it it was a trip to me. I didn't see any of my white friends, any of white, you know, I didn't see them post, posing that as the opposition. I saw more black people asking that question, well, how is this different? And that one kind of threw me, and, and, and I was honestly lurking in comment sections in quite a few of these posts because I wanted to know, how people were seeing this. And to be honest with you, the majority of the people that I saw in these posts thought like we do, like, no, it's not the same. And then they offered the same types of examples that we did. But there are still, I, I could not ignore the fact that there were quite a few people who were honestly asking that question and were feeling as though we, in a way, are being um, 
uber sensitive or in a way playing the fact that it, it, it has, I guess they were more looking at the person and not the, you know, not the, the history of it all. And I think that that's kind of one of the things that we're doing to our detriment is being so quick to turn, you know, to be so willing to say, okay, well, we're fresh and anew. My thing is, if we're going to be fresh and anew, we should have fresh and anew mind frame. We should not be the only ones who are entering into this new age with this fresh mind frame. And when we do that, why are we forgetting? We can we, we should not necessarily forget all of the background that's been going on. It's a matter of, you know, can we move forward and not continue to do the things that got us here? That's what I'm missing. That That's the piece that I think those po- people posing those questions are missing. Like, but, the thing, but it's still happening. You can't disregard this if it's still happening with the offensive undertones. And you can post three days later after all the people have drugged you all over the Internet. But at the moment, you thought that was cute. And where is your mind frame in 2017? Kind of like what Keisha said, well, you think this is okay. And, and it just, it's hard for me to turn the other cheek when our cheeks are the only ones turning. That, that's kind of what's getting me. And I kind of think to myself, what are we doing, y'all? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, is that, is, is that, is that too much or, 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 you know, help me out here? <laughs> no. 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 I don't think, I don't, I don't think that's too much or, or, or I think what you're saying is actually the sentiment that most of us all feel, um, yeah, I think that's a sentiment that probably the good majority of, of us how we feel, and and so what we're seeing is we're seeing the the response to that now, where people are like, look, we you know enough is enough, and yeah, yeah. I don't know what people so, who wants so, to move on more than us from this. <laughs> that's what blows me. Yeah. Like how people keep saying y'all yeah, don't want to move on. Houseway. It's <laughs> pretty interesting. I think it's almost like I, I compare this to to something that I. I know I get in trouble comparing it to, but I compare it to, you know, it's almost like a um, a person who is in an abusive relationship but can't get the other person to acknowledge that they're being abused. Like, and so it's almost as if we are waiting for America or whomever to admit that we've been abused, and they're not going to do it. No, it's they're not going to Yeah, it's not going to happen. And so, you know, should should they? Of course, but. No, because what abuser admits, you know what I mean? Like, nobody, they don't want to admit that they were abused because then they'd have to really be held accountable for what they did. So that's not, I don't think that's going to happen. So we should, I think, figure out a way, and I'm not the expert at how, um, but to just mm. say, I don't want to say move on, but to stop expecting, expecting that. And I think, yeah, I think that's what we just got to be like, look, they, you know what, they gonna, this is who they are, and so we're going to leave them. We're just going to keep pushing. Yeah, let's leave this relationship because this relationship <laughs> is not working out. It's not working out for us. So, yeah. Totally. I don't think I will. Yeah. Wow. Well, that one was the thing that stood out to me the most um, The most on today. I wanted to, to, to pose that that other side of that, because I was thinking to myself, what in the world is happening right now? You know, it just, of all that's going on, that one kind of kind of threw me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we are going, it's about time for us to get on into our um, first song of the night, which is, uh, what is it? We're going to do Man of the Year tonight. What's, who, 
Who song is this? I got Man of the Year, but I don't have an artist. I can't remember off the top of my head. Neither can I. Okay. Well, we're just going to rock with Man <laughs> of the Year on tonight. <laughs> I'm hearing it in my head, but yeah, I'm the name I, I, I can't quite call it. <laughs> it's not me this time. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing, you know. But. <laughs> it's not me, I swear. Technology is wonderful. Technology is wonderful when it works, and it's not when it doesn't. Before, while this is trying to think, um, also, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to call in. At uh, 929-477-2304. Again, that's 929-477-2304. Press the number one that lets us know that you have a question or a uh, comment. And it's still thinking. That's fine. (laughs) Let's try
me tell them what the difference is I'm feeling like Eddie Mora, my mind is limitless The sky is the limit, I say it's just the beginning I can tell by the look on their faces, they tired, we winning It's me and L up in here, couple L's in the air Couple cups, yeah, we sipping, feeling like the man of the year And if your man disagree, I'll make your man disappear Cause I'm the man of the year <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this section is uh, sponsored by Kinky and Classy. We are still doing our Make Your Own Basket five items for $100, three items, which one of them will be a kit style item for 75 and then oh, another three oh, items um, for 50 Um And I've had a couple women who, you know, people love to grill me and change, you know. I feel like the chef at a restaurant when somebody say, uh, can you give me uh, this, but then they change all the ingredients. Like, I don't want salt. I want pepper only. Um, (laughs) Don't use whole milk in my soup. I just want a little half-calf with a dot of, you know, cream, (laughs) please. And it's okay because that's what we do. You see what I'm saying? I love to customize the order to make sure that you get exactly what you want. Um, and so if, you know, the idea of actually having the outfit is the concern, baby, we can switch that out. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Okay. Okay. Y'all better get them outfits. Good play. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's, that's what my Ain't nothing wrong with a low role my... play. <laughs> Maybe yeah. would you tell them six times fast because they think they don't understand it. I got all of the roles and they love to be great. Y'all don't know. <laughs> I wish the brothers would come on. I <laughs> wish they would because I got a few things for them too. I can't wait. <laughs> see, they need to stop. Hold this on. is why your woman go see strippers. That's why she go see the strippers right there, because you won't put on the elephant. No, no I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> hey. I, I, I just got a lot of Oh, Oh, yeah. That was so much fun right there. I know I just made some eyes be. Somebody is laughing harder than a mug right now. Like, no, she didn't just say that. No, I'm trying to say somebody mad at me. I'm just trying to save your marriage. Y'all need to quit tripping, okay? Anyway. I'm trying to tell them now they be knowing. 
they're going to they learn. Gonna, but they're going to learn. Yeah, they really are. They're going to learn. Right around the sleeping, girl. But anyway. So, um, <laughs> somebody stop me. Um, where am I going? I'm sorry, y'all. So I had a few uh-huh. different stories that I wanted to highlight tonight. Uh, the first one is, you know, I'm all about starting our own businesses, entrepreneurship. Um, and last week um, th- there was an article about a gentleman. Uh, let me see. What was this guy's name? Brian Williams. Okay. Um, he was the start. He started this online marketplace and mobile app um, that was selling products from top-of-the-line black-owned businesses, okay, called PurchaseBlack.com. Well, Mr. Williams felt like um, there were not enough, there was not enough diversity in mm-hmm. black-owned businesses mm-hmm. for him to continue on with that endeavor. Um, and so basically he decided to shut it down and instead wrote a book about uh, African-Americans diversifying um, their uh, their entrepreneurship abilities just open up, you know. Just try mm-hmm. new stuff, you know. You you good at banking? Don't just be good at banking when you're working at their bank. Find out how to start your own bank. Like, yeah, oh, I can't say it enough. I feel like a broke record. But yeah, so <laughs> mm-hmm. he um he is a Purdue University engineer and an MBA from Macomb School of Business. So he does know mm-hmm. his stuff. Um, and I appreciate the fact that he was willing to move on to better endeavors. Now, mm-hmm. a more recent story, right, is Afroganics. Okay. And so this guy, on the flip side, I, I, to me, it seems like this is kind of like uh, when one thing falls off, another one picks up, like, where he felt like it wasn't working, somebody else say, wait a minute, I think I could do this a different way and it'll work just fine, you know. But um, mm-hmm. he is about to launch a mobile marketplace. Mm-hmm. And his idea is to basically do a similar thing but work with 200 categories of service and products and allow the individual companies to categorize themselves. So he'll have different categories that you can fall into, which to me, if you are somebody who is looking to 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 determine where you want to go, I personally will be looking under there to see which category don't have somebody and see, is this my area? Is this where I'm supposed to go? Should I start this business? So is he because if he like, has is this, two, is this similar is is this similar to like an Amazon type Type app is that what they're trying to do? Like on Amazon shopping? Yeah, it's more like a marketplace. Yep, more like a marketplace where you can go in and select what type of products and goods you want. You know, yeah, I would say it would be more like an Amazon than um, uh, like a White Pages, which I believe that the other one was more like a White Pages or a Yellow Pages per se. And this one is more like you go in, we have the products, but or I would even call it an eBay, where individual stores are all made available on this one site. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. Yep. And so, so, um, so, the first guy, so, wait, so you're saying that the first guy was saying that this wasn't working for him, 
uh, or it wasn't working. Right, because was it wasn't enough diversity. Okay, which I can I can understand that, but I wonder if if the issue was that people didn't people who were not a part of certain um, business types didn't know. Uh, because I think a lot of yeah, I don't know enough, but I think a lot of retail people who do have retail businesses, they are um, a lot more privy to you know if you're selling that kind of stuff. So if you're selling T-shirts, if you're selling you know we and we have a lot of T-shirt things now. Uh, it's a whole lot of natural you know hair care, skincare product lines, stuff like that, which are not bad things by the way. But I could see how. Um, and I think I've even, I've even said this, that we do need to diversify into some, some different yep. areas. Um, I was watching today um, on, a, on a, um, a discussion where somebody was looking for a specific type of uh, uh, lawyer that was African-American, and nobody knew. And yep. so I think that's just actually, you know, I mean, nobody knew because in whatever area of the country this, this person was looking for, that either there wasn't one, or again, like I said, the people that lived there didn't know. So I can see, I can see that, but I wonder, like I said, if maybe um, they just didn't know. You know what I mean? Maybe they just didn't know that that this this was available because there's still a lot of people who don't really know places like you know Shopify. Like every, not everybody, but most people know Amazon. Most people um, know eBay, yeah. but yeah. you get into some, some of the smaller uh, shops. I wonder if a lot of it just has to do, just like you know, we all we all run small businesses. The same thing. Like I'm still yep. amazed when people are, say stuff like, "I didn't know, I didn't like." Even in the group, like when people are like, "I didn't know y'all had an event." Like really, as much as we talk about <laughs> it, and, and everything else, how did you not know that we had an event last? Like it, it burns me, but it's just the reality, you know, that some people just don't see it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a good idea. This is a really good idea. I think those really? two gentlemen need to find each other because the guy who started the Girl. first um, the first marketplace, he said exactly what yeah. you did and actually used the examples that you did as far as natural hair mm-hmm. care, skin care, yeah. and like our yeah. T-shirts and things like that. We have that down. Those things are things that we've been able to do starting up out of our kitchens, out of our garages, our basements, things like that. The gentleman <clears throat> said that we've got a, he had an abundance of that, so his directory seemed somewhat saturated. But he wanted to get more into the techie side of things. He wanted to then right. type do type of uh, the angel investing and incubator type situations for more young black entrepreneurs trying to get into the tech side. He says that's a that's a niche you know that hasn't really been tapped into. And I'm thinking now with Keisha with the second the second article that she had, and I'm thinking, huh, these two people need to meet because somehow he's you know guy number two has tapped into somewhat of that tech level where he's marrying the two. You can mix as many hair and skincare because everything doesn't work for everybody. You can mix all of these things together and then bring in that tech side of it as well. So it's, I think there's kind of a networking thing. It could have even come down to networking in this situation. Maybe just those no. circles didn't meet. And, you know, it's time for them to – it's so funny what happens when we actually put ourselves out there like that. We get so centered in making it our own thing that a lot of the times we miss it. You know what I mean? Because if these two men had happened to cross paths at a bar somewhere or at a conference somewhere, who knows would have come or could still come. But these two guys need to meet because there's a there's a – there is a need there, and I, on both of their sides, and they both recognize it. We just got to get them together so they can feel it. Not those particular men, you know, specifically, but those types of situations need to happen with us more often. 
yes. get outside I of agree. our personal bubbles. Because mm-hmm. that could be and a beautiful thing, yeah. those two together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want Can you imagine the, the list? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Wayne. No, no, I'm sorry. I was saying, I wonder what, what you know, because I think the, the four of us agree that that is something that should happen more often, but the kind of discussions that are necessary to make stuff like that happen because, you know, it does require, you know, some give and take. And I wonder if, you know, the law, I could put, I just think about, for example, if somebody were to approach me and say, you know, like they want ownership of Global Drive Network, like how would that make me feel? Um, hmm. And depending on what was going on, you know, would probably determine what my answer would be. So mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if if that's the reason why it's so difficult to to bring people together because you know when it's your business, you know it's your baby, and it's very difficult sometimes to let go unless you know um, there's a large number thrown at you. Then it's it's a little easier because again, this is this is something you've nursed and you've built and you've grown and you've labored with and you stayed up late and got up early and, you know, made, made the stuff question. in your kitchen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. Do, so. Because I agree with you completely, but I wonder, is that, a, is that more a cultural thing, that bond that we have with the things that we create, our personal businesses? No. Is, no. is that a cultural thing? Because I've seen so many um, we even see it even in, in the in the television shows and the movies that we have, the documentaries and things like that that we watch where they say, oh, it's a business, I expect this one to, you know, if this one fails, we're going to try again. Oh, this one, you know, there's no issue with selling it. Like, we don't have any. We see the white entrepreneurs and the, the serial entrepreneurs that keep rotating and rotating. Like, they are simply I, unique uh-huh. ideas and businesses willing to be moved. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing to yeah. say, okay, you want that business? I'll write the check. Write the check is yours. Like, I wonder if we miss our moment sometimes being so married to our babies. You know what I mean? Because is that is that almost to our detriment that we pour so much of ourselves into our businesses to the point where we won't let them go when the time presents itself. Because like you even said there, like depending on where I'm at, I may or may not trade. Now, that could be a very smart business decision, but on the flip of that, right. do you think that, that we're more cultural about that? No. I think our big issue is... Oh, go ahead, bro. Okay. No, you got it. Okay. Uh, I think our big issue is more confident and... Um, Confidence and, and I guess that pat on the back. People like cheerleading too. You like to know that you're headed in the right direction. And more often than not, when we come with a big idea, we we are usually backed with, oh, it's not going to work, or they'll show you 50 ways that it won't work. So that, you know, the little bit of work that does work, you don't see it that way as a win. Like, you don't see anything as a win because you're already coached and told that it's not going to be a win. So you expect to lose. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think ours isn't so much a culture thing as much it really is a confidence thing. Like, um, like, like, I'm sure we've all seen on TV, movies, and all kinds of things where hostile takeovers happen all the time, where you have a brand that does something that somebody else is fledgling in, and basically... Because you are who you are, you walk in and take it over. 
and and they'll give it to you because ultimately all they're saying is, is that I have a marketing uh, brand that goes already. You guys don't do well in that department. So we're going to just come in and do what we do. You're going to hire us because our numbers say to do so. Then after that happens, you're a boss. You've taken over. That's a hostile takeover because your numbers show brighter than what the company themselves already have going on. You can walk in a building and do that. Like that's real life how it works. And if you find the right place, you win. You genuinely win. That I mean, we we buy it all the time on weekends with the alcohol. Like, take, for instance, your Ciroc. Ciroc used to be the cheapest of cheap bottom-line vodka before the guy who was giving up on it decided to let P. Diddy be the face. P. Diddy became the face. We bottled it and started dancing in front of it, and now it's world-class. I mean, I had never seen a hypnotic bottle in my life before I saw the R. Kelly filling on your booty video. After that, everybody wanted one. I mean, it's just the way that things go. Who you are means a lot in that type of push and what you can make happen because people will fall behind that. I mean, to be honest, I believe that all of this, I feel like I've said it too many times before. <laughs> it's all saying the same thing about our community. Like, we don't reach enough. And we got to learn how to reach and not be comfortable. Well, yeah, you ain't going to get much out of me on that. <laughs> so when I was going, you, you and Rashad were talking around the same time about the idea about it, is it being cultural. And, I, and even after listening to what um, Keisha and Rashad have both said, I, I wonder if we even before we get to that, is our is our confidence the thing that keeps us from saving ourselves from the hostile takeover portion? Because I have to think sometimes before we get to the hostile takeover, is there ever a conversation that happens to give them an opportunity to save face, so to speak, or to get the push? Because I sometimes think if we were to get the opportunity, someone to say, hey, I'm interested in your business. I think your business could do amazing things with X, Y, Z, and I think I want to do it. But I want to do it just me. I want your company. Here's your check. That money could then, because I'm thinking from a different, you know, culture mindset, this money can now be the seed for me to do something X, Y, Z thing. Have we limited ourselves to our one dream, and are we not building more on our ideas because we're so used to having to nurture and care for this one thing that we don't even entertain the opportunity to Build something new. That's kind of what I'm talking about when I say, as a culture, that's do we like sometimes a new relationship. stop ourselves, right? But sometimes we don't want to. Like we will hold on to that thing. It could be just as dry as it could be, but mm-hmm. because you are my high school sweetheart, I'm riding into the thing to the wheels fall off. But if someone wants to come in and breathe new life, sometimes I think we are the ones that are the sole breathers of life. We give ourselves that title as I'm the only one that could ever see a vision for this thing. 
And I wonder, <clears throat> is that to our detriment sometimes? And I don't know. It could not. It, it might be bigger than just us. I can only speak from, you know, the lens that I see through and the people that I network with. And I sometimes wonder that. Is this an us thing more than a business thing? Because I know business in general, we love our businesses. We pour into our businesses. We give our money, our, our time, our effort. We go away from our families, all of those things to to pour into these businesses. So I get it. I just wonder, once you get to the level of your, your business is at the point where people are taking notice or are interested into the point where they want to write checks, are we so holding on to the fact, well, if you want to write a check for me, maybe I should hold on so that I can get my own check. That's good, but sometimes I just wonder, do we properly weigh our options when we get those opportunities, wanting to be the one to create that for ourselves, whereas that could be the leg up that we need to open that door for something bigger. I guess that's kind of where I'm trying to go with that. I think I think that I don't think it's a cultural issue. I think it's really about a um, exposure issue, meaning. I don't think that there are very – I don't think that we see a lot of businesses do that, and I don't think that a lot of businesses get to the point where when it does happen or when that opportunity exists, that is something major. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, like we don't see a lot of businesses being bought and sold for, you know, 40, 50, 60, you know, $100 million like we, like we see. So I think that that's – it's not so much that we don't do it. It's just that – we don't have we haven't gotten to the point where we built enough businesses where that can happen yet um so i mean i'm thinking back to like when um it was a couple of years ago um carol's daughter when they got bought um when they got bought by l'oreal that was um that was a different thing you know what i mean like that was like oh my god wait a minute uh you know like she oh my god she sold like she's got this big brand and now she sold the but it was like, wait a minute, first of all, this is a large sum of money that they just paid this lady for this business. And, you know, and granted, and she said in her interview, like, I've been working this for so many years, and I'm not giving it up. I'm just, you know, a part of L'Oreal now. And so I don't think that it's so much that we don't do it or that we're unwilling to do it. I just don't think we get enough swings at the bat to do it. You know, we haven't had enough swings to do it yet. Um, but but I do think it's getting there. The reason why I think the other part that other you see it happen a lot more with other people I mean, with other cultures, is they've got um, they're they're sometimes a little. I won't even say that. I can't say that. Never mind. That that wouldn't be true. I don't think that would be a true <laughs> statement. I don't think that would be a true statement. I, I was about to say. I think that that sometimes that their passion is is to make money and not to necessarily build a business. But I think that's. I hope that's all of us. Like we say, okay, we here we're here to build a business that's profitable. You know, like we're not just here just to do this because we like it. We like it, and we realize that there is a market for it that can make us a whole a whole lot of money. I hope that's what mm-hmm. we do. Because if we don't, we're in trouble because we're kind of spinning our wheels if we don't realize that you know if what we're doing is. <laughs> something right. Make There's got to be some level of passion for it, or because you're not always going to make money. You're right. I agree. Yeah. It cannot Man, be the sole motivator. be the sole motivation. But you also got to say, you also you got passion, but you also got to understand again, understand your market, understand that if there is a market for it, understand are you doing something 
that can that you can scale or is this a hobby or is this something you know what I mean like you got to think you have to be able to see beyond I love this you got to love it it's got to be where your love for what you beats that there's a demand for the market because if the market does not demand it or is is not going to demand it then you're wasting your time and you should stick to uh, being it should be a it should stay a hobby or unless you have a opportunity to do that, they were thrown away. See, so, man, like, like unless I agree, but at the same time, like, living in Atlanta for them four or five years I was there, man, like, I for real saw, like, if you for real build a building that has the ambiance of, I like to always say, grandma's white room. Because everybody knows that, yeah, if, if we're having a party in there, even in still, don't nobody want to sit on nothing or mess nothing up because they know that this is still the white room. You know what I mean? And if the ambiance is clean like that, people aren't going to act any kind of way. So, like, every place doesn't need a store. But if you have a store, make your store be the reason that people want to go outside. Like, even if they don't have a need in that store, they want to come in that store because that store says something that no other store says. Like, it just has the, wow, I'm out. Make people feel like they're outside. You know what I mean? Like, nothing feels better than being outside and knowing you genuinely are outside. Like, go that step above. That's really what it is. Presentation is everything. Don't open a storefront if you don't have the proper presentation. If you're just going to have a regular store with just regular, oh, oh, we put the stuff in the, no, don't open that. Stay online. Like, stay online. Yeah, again, Do yourself that, a favor. That, it, goes back to, it goes back to, it still has to be a demand for it, even if, if like you said, you might not have to, I might That's have to. That's what I'm saying, though. I believe presentation can over overflow the demand. Because if I have proper presentation in the store, people are going to come for the product even though they had no idea they wanted the product. Like, take, for instance, if I am doing something like the body cream and stuff like that, maybe I'll market that with wine taste and things of that nature so that while you're at the bar, I can look at your knuckles and be like, you ashy. Man, show you my creams. Get your hands right. You know what I mean? Mix but there's a, but the you just quit. There's the demand stuff. The demand is the ash. Right. But I'm catering to something. There's a need for, there's a need for, for a drink. You might have came to just sip wine. That's what I'm saying. I'm catering to everything mm-hmm. that I'm believing would happen at the time that it would be comfortable, comfortable for me to present said product, especially if mm-hmm. I really don't have to have it just in the cases like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I'm saying, man. That's fair. So what's going on with your boy, by the way? Speaking of which, so not to transition, because I know we got to jump to this. What's going on with your boy, too? Uh, he had a good week. Oh, Jay-Z? Yeah. So, so oh, yeah. 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 So, so, so 33% of the title to... Uh, who Sprint wasn't it for two hundred million? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey man, yes, look, that's one of my business tycoon idols right there. Him. I'm trying the to tell you. Wait a minute. 
And How much he started Beyonce, with? They make money. Yeah. Four yeah, million. What did he buy that thing 56. at four million? Uh, he bought that. He bought title for fifty six. Fifty six million. Hello. Huh? Yep. And, hello. Yeah. And he had, he just about made a four hundred percent return off thirty three percent of his business and still on sixty seven percent. You got to be kidding me! But everybody did. You know what we was mad at? Cause he had. They took he took a picture with some of his white staff and thought they, that that's all he hired. So brilliant. When he bought, I remember when he bought that. We sat him and had the same discussion, and people were talking mm-hmm. about how it was a bad deal. I'm like, y'all crazy. That was a genius. Because it's ten dollars. Y'all paying more than that now, baby. It's fixed into your bill. Like how about say, that? So all the naysayers, I told him so. I said it. I said this title mm-hmm. thing is gonna be awesome in the end. Yeah, that's a I genius think. move. So oh, that yeah. means so, yeah, so, so that means valuation of title's valuation now is um is is at around six hundred million dollars. So at six hundred million dollars he's made Keisha, he's made more than a four hundred percent return. Um that's that's I'm like oh, yeah. a thousand. No, I was just saying in that sale. This is the and this is the underlying thing that people are missing. He's going to continue to win because what he's offering the artists, other people can't offer them. He's offering your catalog. That means that nobody owns your music but you. Other people can't offer that. You go walking in the Warner Brothers, you don't own your catalog. People need to understand that and know what that means in the music industry. It means your life. You can make a million and one tracks, and they'll all be great. But just like Frankie Lyman, you die, and do 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 do, do you get nothing for it, nothing, because yeah. everybody else owns your rights. Yeah, that's true. So, bro, introducing people to a whole new wavelength that people was on the men. Ain't nobody trying to help the rich get richer. No, he's actually helping the poor get richer. But I guess you got to, I mean, folks don't understand stuff till they see it later on. But, yeah, Bo makes great moves. Great. Yeah, great that's a smart move. Smart move. Huh. Yep, major keys, as they say. <laughs> smart move. But look, very smart move. <laughs> so, but I think what's cool about this is, is this is so so, and the reason why I thought this was a, was a good story to talk about this is this is a what we're just talking about. This is actually a marriage of two people who really need each other. So, if you look at this from a strictly a what both companies do, um, you've got a company who streams music um, and needs subscribers, and a company that has a whole lot of people who has a service, but is looking for something that can help put them over the top. You know what I mean? Because right now um, they're struggling. Sprint is struggling to stay, you know, number two in the marketplace because, you know, companies like T-Mobile is killing them. Um, and if and when I say killing them, I mean killing them because now T-Mobile has gone from um, a number three position to a number two position in the industry, and um, they're gaining ground, whereas um, you know, for whatever reasons, but now they're they're able to say, listen, not only can we offer you this service at this price, but we can also offer you, you know, a subscription to Title, 
and you know, and Title doesn't do just does not just do music, but Title also has the ability to do and they do um web series. They do they're doing Concert. streaming concerts. Yeah, they're giving, you know, special, you know, what, what we used to what would be considered, um, you know, like your underground music and stuff like that. They're doing all of that. So if, if you are a music lover, this is a, mar- a great marriage for you. And for Sprint, it's, a, it's great to them because now this is a possibility. Uh, there's a possibility that people will not switch to, you know, switch to Verizon or to um, T-Mobile because they like the fact that they get, you know, a service like, like title. So, I mean, it's a pretty cool marriage. And plus, who knows where it's going to go. So, I mean, you might be, they might be able to add other services um, to them. And plus, then there, here's the other part that we don't think about. Then there's the advertising revenue. So this is another platform um, that, that um, they can draw advertisers for um, and advertising through um, because if you advertise on Title now that you're advertising on Sprint, and then Sprint now has access mm-hmm. to those customers and to that customer base, so it's just you know, all around it's a it's a good deal that if they, you know, if they work this thing right, could be real, real, um, real big for all of them. And again, six hundred million for fifty six million is a huge. Ooh. That's Man. a huge return on your investment. So I'd be interested to see what they do in about two to three years of working together, um, how they bring that, how they, you know, what the valuation of the company is after that. So good job, Jay. Good job. Good job. Mm -hmm. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Round of applause. (laughs) Really, he got a whole round of applause. He gets a whole round of applause. I guess he did his thing. Yep, big shot. Okay, is All right, so we'll, we ready for that thing? Yeah, we ready. Okay, well, can okay, can I do? Okay, I don't even know if I want to do it now. <laughs> That's all right. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do one more thing, but I'm looking, Lord. Oh no, maybe not. I'm just gonna leave it alone. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. We're just going to go on to the show. All right, man. Is it on the way to get We did better. No, see, no, see. I was going to talk. See, here we go. This is what you get. Um, Man of the Year came on before my segment, and I'm just happy that I wasn't doing my commercial right now. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there with you, bro. Because <laughs> I looked at this and I was like, oh, oh, really? Here we is at this again. But yeah, you know, but I, there was a story that was gonna lead into this real quick, though. I'm gonna take, for real, for real, for real. I'm gonna be nice about it because. It was a story that I wanted to talk about that believe right on into this for real, for real. So, what's that girl's name? I got to go back up. What is her name? Q, I can't find it. Remy. Okay. Remy? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, recently, Remy Ma decided to let the world in on a very tragic situation that happened in her life. Right, she had a miscarriage, and so they went and they did like it's video 
of her um, talking about it and saying that God has the last say. So, and you know what's crazy is that I know so many women who have gone through this and haven't gone through it recently myself. I totally hear her. Um, everything happens in its own season. You know what I'm saying? And we are too, I don't know, we don't like to talk about uh, failure. You know what I mean? Like, in any way. So, like, if we couldn't become pregnant, I think we were talking about a couple who actually wrote a book about um, their fertility issues. And so what happens is when she does something like this, it opens up a window that can lead to a door for so many other women to say, wait a minute, that happened to me too. And for us to actually find out reasons for it happening and ways to prevent it from happening. So I would really, really um, ask women of color to be a little more open about when this happens to them because you'd be surprised how many women um, that were in my inner circle that I told you know, about the the pregnancy and then about the miscarriage. I was like, girl, it happened to me too, but I was like six months, and I had somebody that was like, oh, but I was like 12 weeks. I'm like, wait a minute, Jesus. All mm-hmm. of, this has happened to too many of y'all, and nobody yeah. said anything, so we don't have real solutions on how to prevent it from happening because we're too scared to say it has happened to me. And then if you don't think about the amount of support that you're really going to need, you know, around something like that. See, I don't know. Things settle in my spirit so well so quickly that sometimes I have to check in on myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm at peace with certain things, you know. Um, But that's not the case for everybody. Um, And I've watched it uh, hurt some damaged people over years. Like they still thinking about it or hearing um, the phantom cries, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you do not um, reach out for support, that you can find yourself in very bad um, mental situations. So I do appreciate all of my sister loves, honey. They they would not let me have a moment of down. It was more like, girl, it happens. We'll be all right. You award. I mean, like I've been motivated daily by somebody different every day since it happened. Um, and I appreciate all of y'all because it's like y'all check in on me right at the right time every day. I promise you. So, um, yeah. And so that, on that note, now I can go into a song because I sure couldn't go in with my commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, man. So, on. On that note, we can go into the song by Marcus, Sovereign. Sheesh. (laughs) There's no one like you. No one else beside you who can do the things you do. That's why we... You are mighty in power. You 
normally that's where I come in and I back up the sound. I can't hit that note, so I'm not even going to try it. But speaking <laughs> of can't hit that note, speaking <laughs> of can't hit that note. So the young lady by the name of Fifty Michelle, who stepped out on our behalf and was basically our Jesse Jackson for the week, decided that she was going to go ahead and go through with the inauguration. Way to go her. Well, after she goes through with the inauguration, reports are out now that she's upset that she did not get a handshake from the president. Way to go, president. Uh, <laughs> me, personally, I think this is the funniest thing underneath the sun because, first of all, how dare you? And then, two, again, how dare you? How, you really think you're going to shake your hand? Like, you really thought it was, you were like the fifth option. Like, you weren't even an option. You basically volunteered. Like, what are you saying? And then, you didn't even get to sing your own song. You were back up on a song that you don't even sing on. So, what did you prove? Uh, yeah. I'm oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Like, what did she prove? Except for yeah. now, you was mad when you went in it that, you know, folks ain't paying you no attention. It's hard to get, you know, get out here in this industry. Guess what it's about to be now? Hard-er. You ain't finna get air quota. You couldn't get a rusty nickel right now. Like, she might as well go on the hop in the Baldwin Bailey Circus before they close down. Shouts out to the elephant. Because she's <laughs> done, son. Peanut fatter. She's done. <laughs> So, yeah. so you think? So you think that you think that her career is over because Suicide. because of um, you think so? Yep. You think her career is over because she sang at the inaugural because she sang at the inauguration? Absolutely, career suicide. I think one if she like I said, if she would have been saying that she was doing this for the money, this would have passed over a lot easier. But because she tried to make it seem like she's the one black star that everybody will listen to, when six of them already said no. And white one said no. What makes you Martin Luther King? We don't even <laughs> listen to your music now. You think because you're going to do it at his place we're going to listen? No, we're going to call you a coon. You know how this goes. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew what she was doing. Come on, man. Like, they go down a pecking order. Once the top three say no, then they go down to, you know, the B class. Then after the B class, they go to the C class. Then when they start digging, they just change color. But you look, we ain't going to Lord and see. They went all the way to our E class. Who is she? Black people genuinely didn't even know who she is. You got to tell them she was a girl that sang in the background of certain rap songs, and they say, oh. Oh. I think this was just an overall bad business move for your girl. Yeah. For the yeah. reasons that, that Rashad um, stated at the end. Like, even if you want to take politics out of it um, for her personal reasons, what he stated was very true. Like, she has a fan base. There are people, like, I like Chrisette Michelle. I've followed her career from her first album, the I Am album, and she had some cuts on it. But, you know, she's been kind of hit or miss throughout her actual vocal career. She's a solid singer, but her albums just don't hit like that. So overall, as a people, for her to step out and say, I'm going to be the voice knowing good and well that her target 
is not fooling with the inauguration. I just thought, politics aside, this imaginary bridge she was trying to be aside, that just was not a smart move. I do not know why she thought that was going to be the refuel or the, the, the bounce she needed to get back in, in the view. Like, just it just didn't seem smart. And, again, just really, really solidified that she needs better people. Like, I thought in the past she needed better people because no one ever knows when she's dropping an album. She gets terrible PR. The albums don't have very great writing, and they don't really mesh well. So I've always thought she needed new people. But this just to just like set that all the way in stone. Homegirls got a terrible, terrible team. They got to do better. But at this point, I don't even think it's going to matter because that's the suicide part of it. I don't, I don't think politics even are it. But even people who didn't know her now associate her with this. So even if they've never heard her sing a note, they won't fool with her now because they know she's the one who sang at the inauguration. And the people that would have embraced her, the people that were for Trump, she's not their target. Like, they don't listen to her type of music. So, again, I didn't see where she would have won at all from any direction at this. I'm like, when they were sitting and having a roundtable discussion as a team, who's bright idea really? Who's the one that was just really going hard for the inauguration situation? I don't understand it at all. Because it's, yeah, this was just not a good look for her. I don't think she it's going to be well, hard for her to come back. Yeah, this one's going to be rough for your girl to come back from. You know what I'm saying? She could have used for a dashiki dress. Yeah. <laughs> she could have at least wore a dashiki dress or something tribal. Uh, man, man, I thought that was a thing. The black man took him. <laughs> yeah. oh, she didn't even take one for the, like, she, she didn't, she, she didn't <laughs> she would have hit. If she would have sang the Black National Anthem, she might have, you know what I'm saying, got some more, some more upturn respect. But nobody would have known. I don't know nobody who watched that. I didn't. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, like, okay, so she's, to be fair, right? She made a quarter million singing for the inaugural ball for the for President Obama, and now she made seven hundred and fifty. I'm grand. Doing this for your boy. I hope I she got some other business endeavors where this million dollars will set her up for the rest of her life. Because I don't see, you know, the 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 bookings on the tours going so well unless you have an artist who is trying to cross over that bridge that she thought she was trying to be. I just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? But everybody, you know, the funny part for me was, you know, my people. I don't know. And that, the, the reason why I'm in business for myself is because I'm not willing to do anything for anybody's dollar. So it's easy to, you know, um, I, I don't know. Because I, I, I can look at it and say, you know what, every day you check and job or you do this um, or you do that for your job. You don't like the people you work with so you can pay your bills. Yeah. Did that, changing that, and willing to struggle until it is completely changed. Because I'm not going to go up in here and kiss nobody. Uh, I ain't going to do it for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's dignity and level of respect is different. You know what I'm saying? That's why I apply it to this situation. This is her choice. If it was me, it would not have gone down because that's where I am. That's personal. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, I, you mm-hmm. know, um, that that's just personal. Some people, I I would have did it. I would have did it. I would have did it. But there is a, a uh, looking at myself in the mirror feeling 
the weight of my people, the disrespect of this man, you see what I'm saying, that I would have to deal with as a person. Because looking mm-hmm. at that bank account, which is going to continue to, those dollars are going to continue to go out. There are other ways that it could have been made, period. But you don't see that in short sight. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's not my choice to make. It was yours. You made the one that worked for you, and I hope it continues to work for you. You know what I'm saying? Am I your judge? Absolutely not. As long as you can look in your mirror and you comfortable with the choice that you made for yourself and the people who followed you or however that goes, mm-hmm. so be it, sister, handle your business. You did, but that ain't me, and it won't be me, and I'm not going to make excuses for anybody on that level either. You know what I'm saying? I just can't. I can't. I can't do it because <laughs> I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Perception is everything. So through my eyes, I saw it as more an opportunity to stand for more. You know, I see that there are many, many, many gospel artists. Many. I mean, Kirk Franklin, was he there? No. I was just asking. You know, we got to tell you who was there, girl. (laughs) Right. I'm saying, did he sing? Because you would have more than, I could have seen somebody being uh, more from a religion or spiritual background saying, you know what? I should go out here and uh, bring Jesus to the steps of, of this situation. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's what, because that's that what she did? Isn't that what she did? I believe that what has been said, again, I ain't watched this, um, was that she they were singing gospel music. Yeah, they sang, they sang it, was her, it was her and Travis Green, and they sang um, mm-hmm. his, his song, his gospel song, uh, Intentional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So did she intentionally do this? I don't know. Here, here's what I'm going to say this. I think. Well, I, don't think I can tell you, God, don't make no mistakes. And she wasn't yeah. before she left I now. Hallelujah. I think that Chrisette Michelle is going to be fine. Um, we she are. Yeah, we, we, she'll be fine. She's, her career will be fine. She'll be fine. Chrisette Michelle needs to come out with a banging album, and she will be fine. <laughs> Just, See, that I'm was sorry. the point, though. That's been the issue. Up <laughs> yeah. until this point. Not, <laughs> my point is, that's my point. My point is, if, if all of this goes away, if she, puts, if she puts out a really good album. Second thing is, what I really think is going to happen is I think, I actually think Chrisette Michelle for a while is going, and what she has been doing lately is she's been leaning a lot more to the gospel area. And so a lot of the stuff that she's been doing has been in that area. So before this, for example, you know, she was doing Love Jones, which isn't gospel, but she was she did the play with uh, with T.D. Jakes. Um, she's been, you know, at all of her concerts, you know, which is normal. You know, she sings, you know, quite a few gospel songs at the end of the show. So I think that if she can kind of stick into that genre for a little bit, she can kind of hide and still make her money, but she's got to put out great. a banging out. Plus, you gotta remember she has her own record label, so she can make money by um, she can she can make her own make money by promoting other artists on her label if she needs to. She'll be all right. She'll be okay. She just got. I, don't I do know. think she was great. She needs to better people. Say about Jado. That makes what? what she got going on. I said that doubles back to what we were saying about Jay. That makes what she doing obsolete. 
I want to put myself underneath somebody when I can just keep my own music to myself and drop it when I want to. Why would I want to pay her? Some people still. I mean, there are going to be people who want record labels, and that they're not going to want to go that way. So, I mean, if they choose to, I mean, that's fine. But there are going to be some people who want that advance and who are going to want to work for, you know, go with the label, and they're not going to want to go, you know, the title route of, you know, of trying to push their own music through, you know, through that type of media, medium, excuse me. So it just really depends on the artist. But she can, like I said, she'll be all right. Or, or she's got, she's her own artist, so she can, again, put out some stuff through, you know, through that medium, and she'll be all right. She'll be all right. It might take her a little, little time, but she'll be all right. Be okay. Find their upcoming producer or something that wants to take their chances. Yeah. 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 Ways there. She's got an uphill uh, battle uh, in her previous team. Yeah, she does. <laughs> you know, she used to she used to be my boo until she uh until she got a boyfriend. That was my girl. She's I mean and her voice it. is gold. Like she's got a beautiful voice. Well I remember yeah. The jazzy, soulful, you know, voice that she came with on I Am, and then she got poppy for a minute. Then it got real spoken mm-hmm. word like, and then it was like, I got, I'm gonna need her to find herself. And then I think she'll create good music. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's the people, like her mm-hmm. songwriters. I hear she writes a lot of her songs or what, it but does. it's just it all. It doesn't really connect. Even as you listen to an album. It looks like there's an A side gets mixed in with the B side, and then up oh, we got the A side. You know, it's just it's so confusing. It was just it was frustrating to listen because you want it to be great, and then you just be like, well, damn, cassette. <laughs> you just get kind of you just have to woo style for for a minute, like, well, baby, maybe next time. So that's why I say like that's what I think the struggle will be for her now because like you put yourself out there to the point. You almost have to wait for the up and coming to come up and take that chance because the people that are already in the game, you got Questlove wanting to match your your offer. You know, you have heavyweights in your game. You got heavyweights in the business that you're trying to get into, the Spike Lees and things like that. Like all of the avenues that she's working in and trying to move into, she just about they were giving her life boats. Like, hey, baby, that ain't the move to make. Like, look, let us save you. We're trying to bring you in. And she still chose it. That's why I'm like, you make you don't make good decisions. <laughs> like somebody gotta I, I I don't know what her long game is. I'm so frustrated by her. Like as I was even seeing it unfold, I was like, Wait, no, like where are her people? Like I just it's so frustrating watching this kind of thing happen. Because it's just I don't it was already hard out here for a pimp before she said to sing the song. So now I'm thinking it's really gonna get hard for you, baby. <laughs>
She'll be okay. fine. All right, did y'all hear? So speaking of which, did y'all speaking of um, um, music people who had a tough week? So y'all hear about um, praise and worship leader Vicky Yohe? Y'all probably don't even know who she is. Y'all know who she is. Nope. Y'all know Vicky. I nope. didn't. Know, I know now. I know of her from that crazy thing that she posted. But yeah, I didn't know who she was prior now. Okay, so Vicky Yohe uh, was the praise and worship leader, and she put out a meme. Um, of Jesus, uh, well, some guy who was supposed to be Jesus. It wasn't Jesus, obviously, but um, it wasn't even a good representation of Jesus. But <laughs> needless to say, um, he was carrying some bags and basically saying that not the 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 post said that now that President Obama or now that Donald Trump is the president, um, Jesus is going back to the White House and um, and yeah, and so it was pretty bad. Uh, because the insinuation, of course, is that um, because the President Obama, whatever for whatever reason is whatever I don't know that he can't he kicked Jesus out the White House. So of course because he was an advocate for gay rights and things of that well, nature that was, are in opposition yeah. was her response on right. the back end to right. what Christianity. That was her, her response was she wasn't saying that that he wasn't a Christian. What she was saying mm-hmm. was exactly what you just said: is that some of his, um, some of the policies did not line up with, uh, with scripture. And she got raped across the coals, <laughs> like, um, like some other people did, like Chrisette did, like Kim Burrell did, um, for her views. And I mean, um, on her post, of course, she came back and apologized because she said she got tons and tons of calls of people canceling engagements and things like that. And for the for guys who don't know, she's white. But she does a lot of um, music and engagements with black churches. And so um, people were canceling her left and right. And so, um, yeah, it's been a pretty she's, – she's had a, a bad Facebook week. <laughs> um, she's had a bad social media week. So, <laughs> so Vicky Young But didn't she struggle. On one of the posts now, again, lurking, comment lurking, <clears throat> I saw that someone had said when she, on her apology post, there was a commenter who had said, yeah, this would be one thing. We might be able to forgive one thing. But in two, in 2012, she was caught up in something else that she had posted, um, either about the Obamas or something to that effect, and she had to apologize then. So, like, she's been known for making some off-color comments that have offended her base. Um, and I didn't, again, I didn't know who she was until this thing happened. Um, but they were like, her, 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 um, the commenters were like, no, nah, that ain't, mm-mm. you don't get a pass this go round because we gave you a pass last time. Like, you don't, you get no passes, boo. And so I was like, oh. And she was like actively responding to these people. She's like, well, what more do you want me to do? I was like, stop commenting. That's the first thing. Because <laughs> this is not working well for you. <laughs> Every time she said so, they were. I mean, yeah, they they did homegirl. Either. Yeah, yeah. She was getting, she was getting, she was getting it. She was getting it pretty good. And I, you know what? And again, I'm not, you know, her her comment. I think what people got to realize is in the social media age, you gotta be careful. Like before uh. you press, before you press that button, that that post button, you gotta think like, how is this going to be affect? Um, you know, how is this gonna is this gonna affect people? And you gotta go into it knowing, you know, knowing yeah. either this is going to hurt me, help me, you know, like this is the response that you know that this could happen. 
especially now that um, racial tensions are as high as they are, especially, you know, like it's, it's you got to know that. You got to, you know, be careful of what you're posting because it can be bad. And, and, and whether, you know, I'm not saying that whether she, her intent um, of her, what she says was the intent of her um, post was better than the actual what people took it as, but still, it's like you got to go into this knowing. When, Protection is what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you people. People are watching yeah. and people are paying attention. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, Vicky. Vicky, you hear my prayers. I'm praying for you, Vicky. The prayer wars have been solicited. Yeah, I'm praying for you, Vicky. I told I told somebody I said I said I bet you I said I feel a a duet with Donnie McClurkin coming on for her like she she gonna have to do the same same thing with like her Michelle she gonna have to just go on go put out some banging songs go on the apology tour you know uh you know go on the Word Network and you know and say I'm sorry a couple of times she'll be all right she'll be all right she gotta gotta. Got to be careful, guys. Got to be careful. So, all right. Let's go she ahead wasn't even singing on the inside right. of the BET Awards. You know what I mean? Like, you can't make moves like that when you're not even on the inside of the BET Awards. Like, you still singing on the carpet? How you – you can't make moves like that. You're on the carpet at the BET Awards? Come on now. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> people got to pick their choices. Hey, Man, pick your battles, people. Yep. I agree. I agree. All right, let's go into this. Uh, this is the last song of the night, man. We gonna, I guess we got to <clears throat> close to the end here. So uh, this is, oh, yeah, this is your song, The Evolution of Hip Hop. Evolution of Hip Hop. Yeah. That's your that's your that's your all like that's, that. that's your new song. Shout out! I'll be over here rocking. Yeah, over y'all dancing? Look, while y'all dancing, I'm gonna pray for Christette, Michelle, and Vicky Yogi because they didn't have some tough weeks. So, Life is getting 
for a tip drill. I am not a rapper, I'm a hustler. If you ain't talking about no money, I don't trust ya. I rock platinum, cause I don't ever rock gold. I got platinum on everything a nigga own. You know who it is, in the limousine. I'm on the front page, buy magazine. These girls loving me, cause I'm a player. I tell them, hit me on my two-way pager. Here is the way I be digging on you, digging on you. Hip Hop by Young Blaze. 
All right, so now this is the time of the show where we talk about solutions uh, So to some of the things that we talked about tonight. So um, I'm going to kick it off to who I want Who y'all want to go first? Who are going to go first? Uh, uh, we kick Cuzzo, you go first, man, since you you sick tonight. Okay, I won't be claiming none of that. I'm going to be all right. My throat just hurt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your throat hurt. For what question am I solving? I mean, just in general, like solutions to the stuff that we talked about tonight. Uh, Well, I know in any situation, man, like like I said all the time, we got to stick together. Don't, Don't think, don't think that, you know, Sticking together is going to be the, the the losing the losing you know what I mean the losing end for you. No, it's not. Like honestly, at some point, as a, as a people, we do got to learn to stick together. This trying to be the one ain't going to get it done. We got to stick together. Um, let me see. What else did we talk about? Uh. With the business thing, um, like, honestly, I said, if, if it ain't in the cars for you, go get no front, don't go get it yet. That's not a knock to your business or nothing like that because it just means that you're saving on one end where you can double up on product and get it on, off online. Make your online store look super. Then that way when there's a demand for the product to the point where people want it right now, right now, put it in the store. At least from the stores in a location that tailors to what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly what you're doing, put it around that clientele. Those are my thoughts. Keisha? Keisha? Oh, you know what? That ain't sorry. That's my fault. Oh, sorry. so now you can't hear me? Sorry, I can hear you now. Oh, I was about to say, wait a minute, Jesus. Really? <laughs> so what are your solutions? Well, um, it wasn't so many problems for me that we needed solutions to, but as far as I'm concerned, in the end, at the end of the day, um, well, all that we've been discussing, I think an overall thing for me would be, first of all, find yourself. And then when you do, stay true to who you find. Stop being so easily swayed. And everything else will work, from business to friendships, all of it. See? I'm simple. Okay. <laughs> Ms. Q, what you got? Um, as far as my solutions, I think um this is what we talked about this this week. I think we should do more collaborations in general, reach out to the people who you may not have in the past just because they don't align with your current visual. Um, I think, you know, going back to the the conversations that we had about business with, 
the two different men who basically have the same goal of primarily putting our businesses in the forefront, but just missed their main goal. So in ways, one missed the main goal, so he's restructuring, and the other is needing that other structure. So I think, you know, there's there's a need for collaboration to happen, and now is going to be the perfect time to do that because in ways we all we got. So reaching out to each other for collaborative efforts and and brainstorming and building is going to be key for our progress. Um, so I think that's something that we should really, really start to focus in on. And <clears throat> as far as the, the, the cultural conversations that we were having, you know, surrounding the blackface and things like that, I think in all of our um, endeavors to be um, unified and together and to get peaceful and things of that nature, I think it's time for us to also not be so jaded and so willing to push everything to the side that we are still allowing things to happen in a way that's just a different view, I mean, a, a different face on the same situation. Um, and, and I think that now's the time to get honest and, and real open with ourselves and with our environment so that we can actually really change things. That's where we're at. The talking is over with, the, the, the wishing and hoping and praying is done. Now it's time to actually enact and invoke change. So um, um, collaboration again, you know, we got to get together and be honest with each other and really make it happen instead of just talking about it. So my solution for this week's combo. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, let's see. So based on the stories that we had, or the stories and discussions tonight, um, I got seven, yeah, I got seven solutions tonight. Usually I try, y'all know I try to get to 10, but I only got seven tonight, sorry. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, so my seven solutions um, tonight are, um, hold on, sorry. A whole bunch of stuff going on at the same time. Um, so my seven <laughs> solutions based upon the, the different stories tonight were number one, um, now is the time to build your own business um, we are seeing a anytime um, the basic business cycles is, is that business always go we always go through times of expansion and times of contraction and anytime you start seeing a lot of um, contracting meaning uh, businesses um, merging together then that opens the door for other other businesses to come in and uh, and build and grow and take customers because you know that's just the nature of business. So now is really the time, no matter what industry that you're in, build your own business now. Um, the second solution that I have um, for tonight is to get rid of debt. Um, money is about to get more expensive, meaning that as you guys hear um, things like what they talk about, like the Fed rate getting higher, as you start to hear stuff, those kind of talks, and like the interest rates are going up, what that means is that it means on the one end that money is becoming um uh, more valuable, but it also means that debt is becoming more expensive. So if you have a loan right now that you're that you're only paying one percent on, then that's that's cheap debt. Whereas opposed to very soon, that same one percent might be five percent, ten percent, whatever. So so when I say debt is going to get more expensive, I'm saying that because the the value of the dollar is going to get higher, so is your debt based upon the value of the dollar. Because what typically happens is um, uh, as rates go up, there's a lag between um, interest rate hikes and wages. 
So it's going to get more expensive, so you need to get rid of that. Number three, love yourself enough to invest in yourself in every area. So if you've got a business, invest in yourself. Health-wise, invest in yourself. Uh, mentally, invest in yourself because that is going to be the only way that you are able to function um, at a high level, especially in times of stress. Um, so you've got to invest in yourself. You've got to make sure that you are taking the time uh, to do the things that are necessary for um, your health. Number four, know and stick to your core values um, because as we are seeing, there are a lot of people making decisions solely, solely uh, based on money. And money is not a bad thing, part of making a decision, but it shouldn't be the only reason that you make a decision. And so you've got to figure out what your core values are, not just in the business, but as a person, so you can determine um, if the moves that you are about to make match who you really are and who you really want to be at the core of who you are. Um, number five, um, number five is if Donald Trump is your focus, you are focusing on the wrong thing. I'm going to say it again. Ooh, if Donald amen. Trump your focus, you are focusing on the wrong thing. Government is government, and it's going to do whatever it's going to do. Whether you like the man, whether you don't like the man, that's neither here nor there. You got something to do, and I'm not saying to disengage from what's happening, but I'm saying that what he does or what he says cannot be the sole basis of how you live your life. You've got things that you can do in your business. Um, you've got things that you need to do in your family, and those things need to get done whether or not you like that man or not. So if Trump is your focus, you are focusing on the wrong thing. Number six, learn to drown out the noise. Learn to drown out the noise. There's a lot of noise that's happening right now, and a lot of people saying things that doesn't mean a whole lot of nothing. So if you don't learn how to drown out the noise, or as Takesha would say, if you don't learn how to self-care um, and practice self-care, you are going to be in a lot of trouble um, into these next, really, these next couple of years. Um, because, again, everything is going to be dramatic. Everything is going to be the end of the world. Everything is going to be a serious issue. So you've got to learn how to drown out the noise, how to make sure that you protect yourself and protect your, your spirit and protect your mind through, um, through these, next couple, um, these next couple years. Number seven, this is based on uh, Jay-Z, the Jay-Z and Sprint discussion. Number seven is strategic partnerships are paramount and could, and could very well likely be the key to your wealth. Again, we saw a man take a business that was worth or that was that he paid, it wasn't necessarily worth, but paid $56 million, and now that business is over is, is worth over $600 million. So this started, if we really if we really want to, and I know a lot of people say, well, I don't have $56 million. That's true. However, um, before he bought title, he bought other businesses that got him uh, up to the place where he could buy something that costs $56 million and then flip that and turn into $600 million. So who is on your, um, you know, who, who's around you and what partnerships do you have right now that will help you get to the place where you can take a business and flip it and turn it into a $600 million business? If you don't have people like that on your team now, then you need to spend the energy, you need to spend the time, you need to spend the, you need to invest, you need to have the conversations, whatever you need to do, um, to figure out who you need on your squad in order to get you to the next level of your business. So that's my seven things. Again, number one, build your own business. Number two, get rid of debt. 
Number three, love yourself enough to invest in yourself. Number four, stick to your core values. Number five, if Trump is your focus, you are focusing on the wrong thing. Number six, learn to drown out the noise. And number seven, strategic partnerships are paramount and could be the key to your wealth. Those are my solutions for tonight. Well, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Go on and put a bow on it for us, Wayne. Go on and put a nice little bow on it. <laughs> ma'am. Good yeah, we got we got work to do. All right, so uh, in closing here, real quick, I got a, a couple of announcements. Real quick, first of all, if you are got if you are not if you are in Oklahoma City area, so I want Oklahoma City, Edmond, Tulsa, all the way up to Tulsa. I don't care. I want all y'all coming. Um, yes. February tenth, we are having our Global Drive Live um, at Florence's Restaurant. <clears throat> Get your tickets today at the Eventbrite um, page um, or on the Global Drive page. Um, again, tickets, it's going to be Global Drive Live Relationship Forum. We've got uh, DJ Dre Chappelle is going to be on the panel. Kelly Johnson from Curvy Kitten is, uh, Clothing is going to be on the panel. Plus, me, Q, and Cuzzo um, will be having a good time. If you've never been to one, you don't know what you're missing, you've got to come. Get your tickets today um, on, like I said, on the Eventbrite page. Secondly, um, if you have not downloaded your copy of Nouveau Exposure uh, Magazine, which is a magazine, the Global Drive Magazine, you need to do that today by going to NouveauExposure.org um, and downloading that. Um, let's see. Um, what else I got? Oh, this just in. I haven't even told you guys this. So on Friday night is the Relationship Forum, um, but on Saturday we are hosting a business forum for all business owners. Um, so that that page has not been put up yet, but there will be on the Global Drive page another link where you can come out. Uh, we are partnering with the ladies from Resilient Soul, and we're going to spend Saturday, we're going to spend a couple of hours with the small business owners um, in Oklahoma City teaching you um, how to leverage social media, teaching you how to make sure that your books are in order, showing you the things that you need to do to be legal um, as a business owner, uh, and plus a couple other things. So it's going to Saturday morning, we're going to start at 11 o'clock. I'm going to go from 11 to 2, um, and we'll put, like I said, put that link up. Um, I'll have that up tomorrow, but I need you guys to get your tickets because we're only going to have um, a limited number of tickets um, at that, at this event as well. So it's us. It's going to be the ladies from Resilient Soul, and we're going to have a really good time because we want to make sure um, that we provide some value and help grow small business owners in uh, 2017. So that's all I got, y'all. Uh, 90 seconds. Y'all go ahead and say your goodbyes real quick. Cuzzo, you can go first. Uh, all right. Got to go. Going to watch new edition. I know y'all are too. So, yeah. See ya. Decent. <laughs> yep. My sentiments exactly, bro. Time to go see new edition. <laughs> um, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. You know you, this has been my problem all night, y'all. People want to file their taxes, and uh, they've been on my head. I'm sorry. I do apologize. I was a little spacey, but I'm here. Don't worry about it. I'll be here. Don't worry about it. Yes, the hustle is real and strong within her. That's right. Yes. Q, what you got? I want everyone to have a really, really great week. And to keep an eye out on the Elegance by Design page over the next couple of days, I have some really cool things 
um, planned for you all. So have a really, 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 really great week. I'm sending all kinds of good juju and vibes to my people. All right, y'all. Appreciate you guys. Of course, my co-host, y'all the best. I appreciate you guys again. Don't forget tomorrow, Word on Wednesday, Thursday, the Queen's Conversation are there. And then, of course, Monday night, the Soul Cafe. Make sure you support all of the shows um, that are part of Global Drive Network. And we've got a couple of new shows that are coming up that I ain't going to tell you all about yet, but be on the lookout. Um, We appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in. And as always, uh, have a good rest of your week. Be safe um, and realize, again, that there is purpose uh, for you. And so you got to make sure that you are doing everything you can to go and do it for yourself. All right, y'all. Y'all know I got to get up at 4 a.m., so we on day 3 or 4 a.m. So y'all, uh, y'all pray for me. You don't need to go. You're doing it. All right, you could just give it, I should just spend it while you're standing here. First you say you're with me, and then you try to diss me. So I try to keep it low when you knock me to the floor, cause I don't want to cry tears. Would you believe this love is forever, girl? And would you take this long, sweet road and pull it together? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.